Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 291. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan and we're going to take a break from the arc of breaking the mold to talk about Krapagawa. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're back in Studio CCO in front of our brilliant picture of the Sahara Desert. Or an elephant. Or something old school Japanese themed or Kamigawa Neon Dynasty themed. I like what I said better. Or Blade Runner 2049 themed. Because that's kind of what it looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Only the rats though. Cyberpunk 2077. Akira. Shakira. Just Shira. Those hips don't lie. No. No, they do not. And you'd know what we were talking about if you were watching on YouTube, which you fucking should be, because Joe works really hard to make us look good. And that's not as easy as it sounds. No. In answer to your question, whole bunch is going down. We got a new set, Return to Krapagawa, and live on the show, Ryan's going to explain to me why it's not as terrible as I seem to think, which he does. For most sets that we talk about. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com. They are your source for all your gaming needs. And you know what else? What? I'm doing it. What are you doing? It's finally happening. What? I used new promo code, CCO Spring. Got 5% off my entire order. Let everybody at Fusion know that their partnership with CCO is a good one. Which it is. So you go there, you you do that, use CCO Spring, get a discount. Mm -hmm. Stuff you're going to buy anyway. You know what I was going to buy anyways? What are you going to buy anyway? All the crabs, baby. Oh. Got them. Did you, did you notice the, like this isn't for this show, but did you, did you see that there's a crab in this set? What? Oh, you didn't? Oh, I good. missed it. You missed it. There's one coming out. You Man. should be excited. You should have pre-ordered that grit. They're going to be going like hotcakes. It's like a zero four for seven. You fucking baby. missed it. They're going to be going like crab cakes. You missed it. I thought you were going to get it. No, I didn't I, say nothing. No, I didn't. Oh. I admit, shit. I'm going to start the show over. <laughs> I'm firing myself. I'm just going to leave. I'm off the show. Yeah. I'm uh, off the show, guys. Yeah. It's been great knowing you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for, for giving me these last two great years. I'm sorry I couldn't make it to 300. <laughs> hey, we're getting close, though. I know, man. What, oh. We have to make a This Is Sparta joke and kick somebody into a hole. I think Laura. I, I, Laura, I th- we'll I get think, her and we're going to kick that, her backward into a hole. I think those guys on over over on CMDR Central already made that joke. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about those guys. I don't. Who are they? You ever heard of... um, um oh, I was trying to think of something that rhymed with Max Crandell. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> Let's just kick Max Crandell into a hole. Man, yeah. That's, I guess yeah. that's what we're doing on episode 300. Yeah. Are, you, are yeah. the borders open? Can we go down there? No. Let's fly him up here. Yeah. 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 We'll, just, <laughs> we'll kick him off your deck into a hole. Yes. Well, my deck's pretty high. Kick him off your deck onto the trampoline and say it was a hole. Oh, yeah. This is the nation. <laughs> right? Like, that'd be so Max strange. Crandall's like, oh, no. Yeah, and everybody I want my play my back. Everybody would see our abs. That'd be so good. Of course, I mean, have to wear a towel. And my legs are weird, and I don't know how I feel about that. And it's pretty cold out, too. It'll probably be warm by episode 300. That's like nine weeks from now. You you know what would be super cool is if by episode 300 we had 3,000 subs on YouTube and we could do all the give, giving away at one time. Oh, yeah. We could do a Commander Collection Liliana or a, a, a like a Collector Boosty Box, maybe. If we can explode something. Yeah, we could blow up a box of double feature. Oh, man. 
I want to blow up just anything. I think that I think that the nation would like to just see any kind of explosion. We could just do a video where we make an explosion. You know what? Episode th- we get three thousand. We're gonna make an explosion. Yeah, and, and we'll you put know it what? out on the vi- internet for you guys to see. So yeah, you just you just like all our videos, so YouTube starts to upvote our stuff more, and then you hit subscribe, and then we're real YouTubers. Yeah, yeah, because real YouTubers have like three thousand subs, and we don't have that yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that. Okay. Well, speaking of getting there, let's check the show notes because right. we didn't really do that in the pre-show. No. We've got last week's winner to give away. Arkham Uh-oh. Dagson was the guess. So you got it if you guessed that in last week's Booster Pack game. Totally real name. Remember we did Mono Blue Doomsday? Yeah, right. Bo- Bloomsday? Right. right. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Totally real name. Winner of the pack. Okay. Mr. Jabba Lincoln? What? Name will be on the screen. Jabbling colon. Jabbering colon. Jabbering colon. Get at us, commandercookout.gmail.com. You send us an email. Let us know it was you on our system. You're going to ruin it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Let us know your address. We'll send you a booster pack. Or if you want a Brando token or proxy or some CCO stickers, also suitable giveaway package inclusions. Yeah, they should be showing up at people's houses soon for the last batch I sent out. I oh. mailed them away. I've been having some health things that have gone on the last couple of weeks that slowed me down, but I did get them out. So they mm. should be arriving at your door or wherever your address you sent us goes to when the mail gets there. Yeah. He's fine. He just got a booster and, and yeah. got sh- sh- feeling shitty because we're yeah. old. <laughs> yeah. See the pre-show for how old and crappy we are. Yeah. How bad we <laughs> suck. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Oh, so there's the giveaway. We got, we got speaking of the, the Brando proxies and tokens mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we got we got two new patrons Ooh! one of the benefits is the patreon nickname one of the benefits is the discord access the finger blastings that happen there there were some good ones up yeah there, yeah man. one of these patrons messaged me and said i just jumped onto the discord i'm so happy that i finally got finger blasted <laughs> <laughs> i've been waiting since high school <laughs> that's fun yeah it is it's fun it's great and oh what i was going to say is the brando tokens and proxies and stickers if you want that as a sign-up gift, is another one of the benefits. Mm-hmm. But everybody knows the main benefit. Get your name just blasted. Oh, yeah, the, the benefit. The name blasting. Yeah. yeah. Is, is yeah. that what we can call it? Name blasting? Uh, we can call it whatever we want. Huh? We're, in char- we're in charge here. We make the rules. Well, I suppose we do. We invented the game. We make the rules. Okay. This, this first one. Okay. It's, I mean, they kind of write themselves sometimes. All right. All right. All right. Big thank you, shout out, and F you to Brandon. Nope, sorry, said the wrong name. Andrew F. I F'd his name. I couldn't even, I read the wrong guy's name. Just F. Like like the letter F? Or yes. like E-F-F? Well, we could pretend it's E-F-F. Yeah. Just brand. No, I said it the wrong name again. Fuck. <laughs> Andrew F. Andy F. Yeah. Can it be Handy F? Sure can. <laughs> it sure can. Handy F. Handy F. Handy Andy F. It's like Handy, like, apo- not apostrophe. What's the one that's down here? Comma? Yes. F. Like, you just got a Handy <laughs> F. <laughs> yeah, they kind of write themselves sometimes. Yeah. Next patron. This guy's name is Brandon. Oh. I said it twice. <laughs> I okay. said the wrong name twice. This is Brandon... Elper. Elper. That Elper. sounds like he's... A helper? He's trying to help? 
He's doing a bad job, so he doesn't get the H. He doesn't get the H in helper. He takes the H out of helper. <laughs> man. And he gives it to Handy. Man, when you said his name, you know what I thought of? Just in my head for no reason. An Oompa Loompa. This is, this is. That name makes me think of Oompa Loompas. But he's got kind of the same name as you. Well, when I think of myself, sometimes I think of Oompa Loompas too. So is this like Bizarro Brando Elper? Bizarro. <laughs> we already have a Bizarro Brando. We do, already. but we got so many Brandos. There's more Brandos than Callums now. Oh, what? No way. There's like, <laughs> there's at least 37 Callums. There's at least 37 Callums. There's only one Brando and two Brandons. <laughs> You remember all of that, but you can't remember to. There's a finite amount of space up here. There's a finite amount of neurological, electrical connections that can be made. And I have to choose where those connections get made. You're choosing the nation. Yeah. Instead of me. Just choosing everybody out there. Yeah. I guess thanks. Yeah. If you're not subscribed, please do. (laughs) He'll remember. (laughs) Uh, Nicknames. Brandon Elper. I I like something about taking the H out of helper. Where does he put it? Oh, (laughs) Oh, we don't want to know. It's like he's no good for nothing because he's not a helper. (laughs) (laughs) No good Brandon Elper. Oh, no good Brando. Oh, if you're you're good Brando, like good with a capital G, Mm -hmm. like... He'd be no good. He's 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 lowercase g. <laughs> he's just he's no good. Yeah, he's no, no good. No good Brandon. No good Brando. But he's not Brando. He's Brandon. No good Brandon. No good Brandon. No good Brandon. He's no good. No good. Except for except he's for fine. he's in the nation. He's he's, he's probably okay. He's at, at worst a seven. At best a seven. It's fine. Yeah, he's fine. So big thanks. Big thanks to all the patrons, all the people who who have subbed recently on YouTube. Thank you, all the people who who listen, download, interact on Twitter. People who remain subbed after hearing what we sound like or seeing what we look like. We yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, very you know, much. You know, or 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 the people who are like, I just fast forward all to the magic content. Usually, it's about sixteen minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to them, peoples too. Yeah. Okay. Which is weird because we're funny. I suppose I. I think that we're funny. Sometimes it's the editing that makes it funny because like Joe will do something or Tyler will do something just to meme on us. Yeah. Which is fun what we're doing. Which is why I say they work hard to make us look good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've got the legendary Creech from Neon Dynasty up. First thought, are you going to build any of them? Oh, well, we haven't looked at any of them yet. Yeah, but we have, just not on the show. Because <laughs> yeah. we're broadcasting just, professionals. Just sounds like we're just screwballing the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. So... But I'm not going to build any of the commanders, no. Me either. Okay. And I mean... Well, see you next week. Not that that makes them bad, but I mean, I think that's a good starting block to take where none of these really spoke to me. Does that mean that they're bad? Does it mean that they're underpowered? Or does it mean that they're just focused on doing something that we don't really want to do? You know, like I... I like this set a lot more than I like either of yep. the Return to Innistrads a lot more. But what came out of those sets was Toxril, and I really like Toxril. Okay, I, I got I got something like that. There are a lot of legendary creatures. We have forty one of them. That's all of the ones in the main set, and then five Miogen and and a couple others from the precons. Yeah, we've got forty one of them in front of us. If that's however many there are, then that's fine. And if, if they add more, screw them. Yeah, that happens to us literally every one of these episodes where we review the legendaries every time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least you've never missed a good one. Moving on. (laughs) 
<laughs> there are a lot that I find very interesting, but I don't want to like build the shrine guy because I know that there's going to be the shrine deck is going to be lots of places. Yeah. And it's not a, I don't want to be that guy type scenario. It's that I know that that deck is going to be in the local game store. And you know what it's going to do too. Yeah. And, and other people can have that experience. I don't need it. I don't need that experience. Other people can have it. Other people can play against it when they play other people. Yeah. That, that's one thing. Another thing is like, there's, there's a couple vehicle commanders and I have a vehicle's deck. But it's in the wrong colors. Like the sure. vehicle guy here is Orzov, black, white. Mm-hmm. Mine is every other color that is not black, <laughs> white. It's the opposite of that. Yeah. So I'm not going to build the vehicle guy. When we when we look at a lot of the cards in the main set that we are going to play, there's going to be a lot of vehicles that that I'm interested in. Yeah. There's there's a Jeskai guy. The Jeskai, like your stuff costs less oh, the more yeah. shit it targets. Yeah. I love that card. I love that card because of multiple build paths. We'll talk about it when we get there. But I have a Jeskai deck already. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I guess I'm just not gonna just not gonna not gonna build anything. <laughs> so and the, the Jeskai commander that you already have is better? Uh not more not more powerful if if it's just better for the deck. Well <laughs> and it's probably the Jeskai deck too. I have is helmed by by uh, Elsha. So the, yes. And, so yes, Elsha is more powerful. Just, My configuration around Elsha is Dragon's Approach. So no, it's not the CEDH one. <laughs> well, let's get into the cards because we'll we'll hit that we'll hit that Esper guy kind of halfway through the show or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and we've got lots of cards to cover. So let's start with the five dragons. Okay, we got five dragons. They're all. Uh, I don't know what the flavor is, and we're not flavor guys, but can we call them like reincarnated dragons? Or uh, I think they're all new. I don't think any of them have the same names because there's other cards that reference them. And I did I tried to go back and do all of the 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 stuff. lore connections. Yeah, or at least know who everybody is. Mm-hmm. And I know that the names are names of other things, but for some reason I couldn't retain any of the because they, they all kind of sound the same in my brain. So I had a hard time remembering who anybody is. Well, so, let's read the first one. Let's do it. Ow. I can't, I can't, I can't read the word A-O any other way than ow. Ow. I think that's how you say it. Ow. Ow, the dawn sky. Okay. Okay. Five, four. Let me, let me, let's, can, is that still going to be out of the screen? There we go. Okay. Okay. Now it's better. Flying vigilance. They all fly. Yeah. All the dragons fly because they're dragons. For white, white, three, five, four flying vigilance. When it dies, choose one. And that they all have that. Okay. When so it dies, choose one. Much like the original <laughs> dragons where they die, they do a thing. But these stuff gives you a choice of things. Exactly, yeah. Look at the top seven cards of your library. Put any number of non-land permanent cards with total mana value four or less from among them onto the battlefield and the rest onto the bottom of your library in a random order. Is one. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about that. That's freaking good. Number two is put two plus one plus one counters on each permanent you control... That's a creature or a vehicle. Neat. Also good. I think that this card is good. Yeah. I Isn't think it, that this card is freaking good. We're going to hit a bunch of these guys that say, if you make infinite mana, you win the game. We're going to do that a bunch of times today. This is one of them. Uh, so we'll just kind of, we don't want to be the guys that look at our phones and then say how to go infinite. So if we hit one of those people, we'll make note of it because maybe that's the kind of thing that you like to do. 
but then we're going to move on. This guy, you, you know what I call that? You know what? I, <clears throat> we got. Sorry, I keep clearing my throat right into the microphone. I hope that Joe or whoever else is listening doesn't mind because <laughs> it's a thing. I want to call that like the Croxa and Uro th- thing. Croxaro effect. Croxaro effect. <laughs> yeah. The Croc effect. Because that was the first like really prolific time that we saw that or when we started to see that design come forward facing where it's like, oh, I didn't I didn't realize at first that if I can just cast these over and over and over from the command zone for two extra each time, but I have infinite mana, I just win the game just by yeah. casting them and then having them die. Yeah. I can do that. We see that often, and I think that those kinds of commanders, at least Croxa and Uro, who started it, make very good casual decks if you don't go infinite. Mm-hmm. And you can make pretty powerful, maybe borderline CEDH, depending on the colors, if you make infinite mana or if that's what your priority is. Yeah. I think it's... Make infinite mana, cast your commander infinite times is a good way to build a range of power levels into the card. I think that's a good good thing to have. Yeah, and I mean, you could go infinite and not win with this, but I mean, if you're going to do that, you, you might as well win. And and what, what you mean is look at the top seven cards and get all your four drops or less over and over and over yeah. and over again because you have a sack outlet and an infinite mana. Yeah, you get everything in your deck that costs four into play. And you just build your deck to be that. Yeah. And they're all creatures. And then once you have them all and continuously do the loop, once you have your whole deck on the battlefield, you continuously just put plus two or plus one, plus one counters on all your stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you have like a haste enabler or something. Yeah. Or you don't even have a haste enabler and you just like attack with something that you can get through with. Something unblockable, something with a lightning greaves on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that second ability doesn't target, right? Two counters on each permanent yeah. you control. Yeah, so you get a Lightning Greaves. You get a... Swiftfoot Boots. Swiftfoot Boots. And I'm sure there's another colorless equipment that gives haste that costs four or less. Or unblockable, like a, like a the yeah. cloak. Yeah. You just you get it done. So there's that guy. Let's move on to the next one. That's a good-ass card. It's pretty good. Are top you going to build it? No, but it allows you to, like, look at the top seven and get stuff for free. In white? What if you, what if you scroll rack, like, seven land... And you just had him die, and then you just get seven land. On the bottom? No. You can get any number of... Oh, non-land permanents. <laughs> yeah, he's not that good. Oh. Still good, though. It's, it's still fun. good with scroll rack. Yeah. I, yes. I maintain. Let's talk about the buy a box promo. This is the dragon? The red dragon? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is at... at at sushi? I'm glad that it's far away from me and I don't have to try and read these. It's going to be all Ryan all the time. And I'm very excited about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm I'm just going to go for it. I, like, We take pride in being able to pronounce names and words because we have such a diverse population here. We see names of all different ethnicities. <laughs> except for Japanese. <laughs> so this is going to be good. At sushi. Begging for an altar. Begging for sushi altars. Yep. Flying trample. Four, four, four for four. When it dies, choose one. Exile the top two cards of your library until the end of your next turn. You can play them. Mm-hmm. So you can play lands with them. Everybody knows. Yes. Okay, the other one is create three treasure tokens. Ooh, that helps you go infinite. Yeah, there's another one that you, you exile all of your cards. That goes infinite with doubling season, doesn't it? Uh, No, because the commander tax. Oh, no, but if it's... 
Uh, no, nah, I wouldn't go infinite with. You got to have a way to get it back from the graveyard. Yeah. So again, if you go infinite, you can exile your entire library and then make infinite treasure tokens to play everything out of your library. So there's another dragon oh. that goes infinite. <laughs> All by itself. That's pretty good. Yeah. So That's pretty dang ass good. Uh, I actually really like this card, not because it does that, but because I built a uh, Dungeons and Dragons dice rolling treasure deck. Mm. And this is a dragon that makes treasures. So I'm very excited for that. And it has the utility also if I really need to draw cards, I can draw two. So I'm excited for it. I know I'm going to get an altar and art foil if I buy a box. So that's cool. That's all things. That's all good positive vibes to like to vibe on. Yeah. I have this dragon deck that has treasures and it's a card draw spell. So it's like good baseline, but it already is and does what I want. Yeah. It's good vibes. That's why you come here. Yeah. That's why you come here. There's all kinds of cool stuff that this card can do. So I'm, I'm pumped like, for that one. How deep do we want to go? Do we just do we just keep going? Like, yeah, it's, it's that one if you make infinite mana. Let's move on to the next one. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're not going to do that and you're going to helm a, a deck with a card like that, I don't. The flavor wise, I feel like it's not really there because there's better dragons, there's better treasure, especially in, English, in red, right? Like there's anything that that card's going to do as a commander, you can probably find it better somewhere else. So in the ninety nine, it's a great card, but if you're not going to try and just play your whole deck in one turn, it mm. it's not. I don't think it's there for me at least. That's fine. Let's move on to the black one. Okay. Junji the Midnight Sky. Okay. Junji the Midnight Sky. Black, black, three, five, five, flying menace. Dies, choose one. Each opponent discards two cards and loses two life. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good in that's pretty good in Turgrid. So there's the asterisk. There's there's how you win. Yep. If you can just play it infinite times, you just win. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Or Put target non-dragon creature card from the graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. You lose two life. Yes, this is going in Turgrid. You hit it nail on the head. Will I Will I helm a deck with it? See uh, everything else. The other two cards? <laughs> Scroll up. <laughs> I will certainly play this in a deck just because its abilities are cool. It's got a neat picture and it's a cool flying dragon. And it does it does throw back a little bit to the original one where all your opponents lose life when it dies. Yeah. Yeah. This one just also makes it um so they can't play anything. What's his What's his name? I keep wanting to say Kega, but that's the blue one. Because he's banned as a he was banned as a he, commander he, for a long he time. He was, right? he's not anymore. Um Kokosho. There we go. <laughs> Kakusho. We got this. I still can't do it. Yeah. What he said. We got close. Let's find the next one. Too, okay. Right? Let's see if we're perfect at uh, uh, four for four going into the blue one. If we make infinite <laughs> mana, do we win? Okay. Cracks knuckles. Six, six. This is the biggest one, hey? The, the blue one is the biggest pounder. What? Six, six. Flying ward three for blue, blue four. Okay. Six, six for six. It's a demon. It's not. <laughs> Dice, choose one. Return any number of target non-land permanents with total mana value six or less to their owner's hand. So yeah, that's, that's not going to get you there, probably by itself. No, mill six cards, then return up to two instant and/or sorcery cards from your graveyard to your hand. There you go. Mill your entire deck. Yeah, that's how you do it. I yeah, guess there, there it is. Yep, we got there. <laughs> Jeez. Well, okay. I mean, that one requires slightly more work because you then have to include some kind of Lab Maniac effect to win. Yeah. But 
you see where we're going with this. Or you could just bounce every instance in sorcery from your graveyard to your hand and then have enough mana to play. You have infinite mana. So there it is. Did it. Four for four. Four for four. Okay, what, here we go. What's the green one do? Kura, the boundless sky. Four, four, flying D-touch for green, green, three. Okay. Dies, choose one. Search your library for three land cards. Straight up. Land cards. Land cards. <laughs> Put them into your hand. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I can think of lands that would be good to have in my hand. Oh, me too. Okay. Yeah, gates. <laughs> And a maze's end for your mana bond. <laughs> Got there. Okay. Create X green spirit creature tokens where X is the number of lands you control. Create an, oh, create an XX green spirit creature token where X is the number of lands you control. So you make like a 10 10. Yeah. I think that this is the worst one based on the amount of work you have to do to make it go infinite. Yes. Unless I'm missing the land that, it, that, that just wins you the game. Yes. Oh, uh, dark steel. No, uh, dark depths. Let's be in stage. There you go. <laughs> Got there. Um, you don't need infinite mana to do that one. That's the ironic part. Is that doesn't win you the game. It gets you a twenty twenty. Yeah, but you don't need a land. You don't need infinite to do that. You still get another land that you can find. Guy's cradle. Guy's cradle. Yeah. Vesuva. Get another dark depths or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Or get another thespian stage, I guess. Nah, because you you play Dark Depths. Because is is Dark Depths legendary? Ooh, good question. It'll be on the screen for people to make their own decisions. Yeah, but because if it's not, you go Dark Depths Vesuva. Vesuva makes Dark Depths. It has no counters. It dies. You get merit lays. Well, that's what that's what thespian stage does. But then you have the thespian stage as a backup in case somebody kills your merit lays. You can make another one with the Dark Depths that you still have. Ooh, and then you can ether snap the. I guess you can't ether snap because you're in green. But the point is, this one doesn't necessarily win you the game by going infinite. So it clearly sucks compared to the other. Dark Depths is legendary. Ah, it sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. That's fine. You still do all the stuff except you Vesuva the Thespian stage first, first, and then you make the Vesuva Thespian stage your Dark Depths if the original, whatever. We we got there. We got. Yeah, it's a thing. So we, let's move into some some other cards, I guess. Let's let's hop over to 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 pure cards. Okay, jumping right into what I think is maybe your boy. I was so excited when I saw this card, and next week you're gonna hear why I'm less excited about it now. But I'm still mildly <laughs> happy. Okay, this is Chishiro. Oh man, I bet you the microphone loved that. Yeah. The Shattered Blade, which is a pretty cool name. That's a great name. 4-4, four, four, Snake Samurai. Hell yes. For green, red, two. A Grohl Snake. How many arms does that snake have, Ryan? At least four. Does he have a sword? Yes. Is it on fire? Kind of. You have my attention. Yes. Whenever an aura or equipment enters a battlefield under your control, create a 2-2 two, two red spirit creature token with menace. Okay, it's an aura thing. At the beginning of your end step, put a plus one plus one counter on each modified creature you control. Ooh, our first instance of modified. Modified. Yeah, have you seen that? You haven't. For anybody out there, the Disney short with with Mater and Lightning McQueen, where they go to Japan. Oh. And they modify Mater to be like a Tokyo street racing drift truck. Okay. And he says, modify. Oh, it's so funny. (laughs) 
The Mater shorts are so good. Maybe it's because I'm a redneck. I don't know. But a modification is anything that is equipped or it has an aura that we control on it or has counters on it. Okay. Of note, any kind of counter is a modification. Neat. Yeah, so plus ones or minus ones or divinity counters. Trample counters. Yes, yes, those are modifications. Reach counters, like those beasts that get a a reach counter, a trample counter, or a... Vigilance counter. Vigilance counter that... uh, Vivian. Vivian makes, yeah. Something of beasts, yeah. Yeah, counters are modifications. Cool. Pretty cool. Pretty charge counters. Yeah. Yeah, Those are popular kind of counters. Okay. Counters are counters. He's a kind of a Voltron guy that also gives you that kind of go wide thing. So I call him shitty Tana because he costs the same and isn't as good and does sort of the same thing, just not as well and requires me to invest more in equipping him or the dudes he makes to make him good. Well, whenever an aura or equipment enters the battlefield under your control. Doesn't be, mean onto him. Could no, mean, it could just, mean anything. Yeah. So which is cool. But you got to play a density of those things, right? So it takes away from like the stuff that I like to do. Well, you could just play, you could just play top five equipment of all time, Umazawa's Jite. I could. Or I could play Butt Thirsty Battle Axe. So every time I swing in with a Butt Thirsty Battle Axe, I get another one. And I also get another guy. And then I equip that onto the first guy. So I swing in, they got two Butt Thirsty Battle Axes. Is the Butt Thirsty Battle Axe a token? Is it a non-token thing? No, 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 no. I'm just asking, does that put a token copy of itself onto the battlefield? So mm-hmm. if you had a doubling season, then you get two tokens, you get four tokens, mm-hmm. you, you get, get two Butthirsty Battle Axes, then you would get a token for each one, but you get two tokens for each one? Yes. That's pretty good. Did I tell you my doubling season story? Uh, here, it checks out. Doubling season's good. Can I tell you my doubling season story? Sure. I was playing a random pickup game because I do that sometimes. And remember when we did Brandon's deck? From Canada Geeks a little mm-hmm. while ago. Going to be on there playing Sheldon Menery in a week or so, by the way. Oh, cool. So check that out. And we realized that if you elk something, mm-hmm. you can copy it and get the something, not the elk. So somebody had elked Buddy's doubling season, and I was playing Toxrill, and I played Toxrill into a field full of 1 1s. I think they were goblins. And the slime counters came on. There was five goblins, and they got their slime counters, and they were all going to die, and I was going to get in a bunch of slugs. But I played that card where the next time creatures come into play under your control, they come into play as a copy of target creature instead. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting five slugs, it's got five doubling seasons. Really? Yeah. That works. Mm-hmm. Neat. Yeah. And you know what happens then? You get 32 slugs per <laughs> slug after that. I won that game. <laughs> it's pretty good. If one doubling season's good. Five is way better. Usually five is enough. Yes. <laughs> Let's we're 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 bogged down, man. We got fucking what? Thirty seven more creatures to do. Let's well, well, you know what? That snake guy is good. That snake guy is good because you, you want to play equipments and when you do, you can equip the guys that he gives you for free and then they all get bigger. Yes. Because you put an equipment on each one of those guys and then they all get bigger because they're all modified. Yes. You make a little army. Yes. Okay. Next guy. This is the, the front runner for um Maybe goes into 99. <laughs> I don't know. This is Goro Goro, disciple of Ryuse. Okay. Ryuse, the falling star. That's the red dragon. Yep. This is a 2-2 goblin samurai. Relevant creature types mm-hmm. for red one. You pay red. Creatures you control gain haste until end of turn. Cool. That's a good ability. And then also red, red three, create a 5-5 five, five red dragon spirit creature token with flying Activate only if you're attacking with a modified creature. Don't care. Yeah. 
you're going to have modified creatures because Lightning Greaves, Swiftfoot Boots, plus one, plus one counters, etc. But for two mana, you get a goblin that gives all your other goblins haste for three mana. Total. pretty good. Three mana total. Yeah. I think that's good. I think that you hold this guy and then you like activate your Cranko and you're like, ha ha, next turn I'm going to win. Just kidding. I'm going to cast him, activate his ability, three mana. I'm going to win now, lol. Yeah, this is like, this is like Goblin, the Lord that gives haste, number two or three. Yeah, or or a kicked Goblin Bushwhacker. You can cut Goblin Bushwhacker and play this instead. Goblin Bushwhacker is pretty good though. Yeah, you play both. Yeah. Play both. Move. So that's pretty good. Okay, shrines. Now we got six shrines. They all are legendary enchantment creature shrines. So they're mm-hmm. creature shrines. Yeah, they're not just enchantments anymore. Now they're also dudes. And also enchantments. Yes. That's a long type line, hey? Yeah. It's like size six font. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how deep we have to go, if at all. If you want shrines, you play these because they're shrines They're shrines uh, 12 through 17 or whatever. Yeah. And you, you need them for the shrine deck. They're, they're fine. I think that the original ones are probably still, at least the blue one is probably still the most powerful. It'll be on the screen right now if you're watching on YouTube. Joe will put the original blue shrine up. Which is the card you're going to want to track down? Is that the card drawing shrine one? deck? Yeah, you draw a card. The for card drawing one, control. and and at the beginning of your end step, you may pay one when you do Goshinte. The ancient wars deals X damage to any target where player or planeswalker where X is the number of shrines you control. That's the new red one. Yeah, the new the, the new red one can do like 17 damage to somebody. Yeah, that's the pretty good. New red one deals damage. Uh, the blue one mills. Black one. Drains life. Yeah, kills something. Toughness, extra less. And then what's the green one do? Plus ones. And the gro- and the white one? Uh, one, one creatures. There we go. And yeah. so they're fine. You pay some mana, do some stuff. Let's talk about the Shrine Commander. The Shrine Mander is Goshinte of Life's Origin. So legendary enchantment creature shrine. Wooburg, tap, return target enchantment from your graveyard to the battlefield. W- wait, 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 wait. Do you mean to tell me... Hmm. That the generic throw Wooberg onto a commander card is green this time mm-hmm. instead of white. Mm-hmm. Wow, green really needed a new thing, didn't it? Yeah, and they <laughs> they limited its its general playability by saying shrine yeah. on it. Yes, yes, it's the shrine mander. Though it doesn't say return target shrine from your graveyard to your battlefield. It's just Wooburg get an enchantment back. It's like a so, horde of notions. So if you self-milled your omniscience and then you just want your omniscience for Wooburg instead of 800 mana yep. or whatever omniscience costs, you there put this in the deck with like show and tell and, and dream halls. and Yeah. Dream hall. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the other ability is uh, whenever Go Shinte of life's origin or another non-token shrine enters a battlefield, you put a 1-1 colorless shrine enchantment creature token into play. So you get more shrines to support your other shrines. It's a, it's a great shrine commander. It mm-hmm. supports the card type or whatever. And it's just like the curse mander from... The last couple of sets ago. Yeah. So we would call this fan service was, if this wasn't magic, was the hint in yep. in the pre-show. Yep. And I, I'm fine with it. I'm cool that this exists. I'm happy that people who wanted to play shrines get a commander just for them. Yep. Uh, I'm not going to play it, but I'm sure I'm going to play against it. You are going to play against it. Shrines are going to spike a little bit. Foil shrines from original Kamigawa are going to be ridiculous expensive. Got mine. Got yours. Not going to play them though. No. 
trade him in, get that store cred. That's right. Are we going to see the non-shrine of this, the non-shrine deck of this card? Probably not. You don't think? There's better enchantment commanders out there, I think. In five color that let you just cheat things like omniscience? Yeah, I guess. Remember when you said this is going to get on, when, of Golos, you said this is just going to get omniscience and people are going to top deck the cheatiest shit in and just get fucking value from bouncing it. And that's exactly what it turned into. And my review of Golos was like, this is going to be the de facto gate commander. <laughs> and it also was, yeah, it was that like Goshinte is going to be the de facto shrine commander. It yeah. also is going to be the nude five color de facto self-mill or entomb. Yeah, you're and right. And then... Yeah, yeah. You're right. I hadn't thought of that. Fuck. That's, we've come full circle. We have. Look at that. So if 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 I were you out there, oh, oh dear CCO Nation, the letter O, like in direct address, mm-hmm. <laughs> play the Shrine version of this deck, please. Yeah. <laughs> agreed. It'll it'll be fun. It'll be a cool deck. Moving on. Grease Fang Okiba Boss. Oh, this is our first... Uh, he's the... That's the rat with the monkey wrench, right? Fuck yeah. He's a greaser. Yeah. <laughs> Riding a motorbike. 4-3 rat pilot. Okay. I'm, I'm liking everything about this already. Black, white, one. Oh. Uh-uh. Not teamer. That's okay, though. Because most vehicles are not colored. At the beginning of combat on your turn, return target vehicle card from your graveyard to the battlefield. It gains haste. And then you return it to your owner's hand at the beginning of the next end step. Ooh, cool. It gets your vehicles back, gives them haste. You still have to crew them. They don't auto crew. But this guy's got four power, so he can crew almost any vehicle by himself. Yeah. So you just have a dead vehicle. You have an entombed vehicle. You have a self-milled vehicle. Cast your guy. Get your vehicle back. Crew it. Probably it's going to hit for more than four. Because most vehicles punch above what their crew cost is. And then you bounce it. Next turn you can cast it again or or later that turn. Oh, no. Next turn you can cast it again. Maybe get an ETB. Sure. Trigger. It's fine. I mean, I feel that it's – I don't know why Watsy moved vehicles into Mm white-black away from white-red. Because there's lots of red support for vehicles. And it's weird to see them just kind of null that. But, I mean, this is fine. If you want to play black-white vehicles instead now of red-white vehicles, now you can. Moving on. Yeah. And and th- th- that's it because it's just vehicles and it does a one singular vehicle thing and moving on. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that something interesting like this in a new color is like, that's it. Yeah, well, it's... Because we've expected it to do more and more and more and more and what else is it? Oh, and it has vigilance. Oh, and it has this. Oh, and oh, and... and, and, and. And we've already talked about vehicle decks. And unfortunately, with vehicles being colorless, like, vehicle decks are vehicle decks. Mm. So, like, what else are you going to say? Nah, exactly. Yeah. like the, Let's move on. It's fine. Okay. This next guy kicks off a sub-theme that I've, I think that we found in It Wants to Be Exalted, but doesn't say Exalted. That's right. Okay. This is Heiko Yamazaki, the General. He's the, he's the fucking general man. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to see decks just because of that. People are going to build him just because he's the general. Who's yeah. your general? The general. The general. Yeah. Oh, general, my general. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 3-3, three, three, human, samurai, red, three. Trampski. Whenever a samurai or warrior, you control attacks alone, you may cast target artifact from your graveyard this turn. Ooh, attack alone, cast something from your graveyard. 
It's pretty mm. good. Pretty good. That's pretty good. It's not too bad. That's like, and it's an, but it's only an artifact. It's yeah. not like, oh, I'm going to cast my, well, my, cre- well, I guess artifacts can be creatures, but it's not like I'm going to cast my ritual from my graveyard, get a second combat, attack alone again, use that ritual mana to do something else, right? We're, we're, we're going to get to that though. We are? Later on. Yep. Oh. Just okay. remember, I mean, I guess we could scroll down until we find them, but when we get to them, it'll be more fun because this is supposed to be a partner, but it doesn't have a partner. And then they have their dad is also in this set. So we're going to, oh. <laughs> we're going to hit all of that as we go along. So let's. Do you, do you like this card? I think this it's is a fine. 99er. It's in, it's in the 99, 100% built to be in the 99, and it's fine. I think that there's going to be greasy things that you can do with this. Oh, yeah. Of course. Whenever a samurai or warrior you control attacks alone, like, how do I get stuff into my graveyard and have multiple attacks to, to combo out of my graveyard or something? Like, it's going to be something weird like that that people don't think of, and and or it's going to go in, like, storm decks where you use this guy and attack with just, like, a throwaway idiot just so you can like cast a card draw spell again or like a get an artifact for value like a solemn and then you sacrifice it so you can cast it again on your next attack you're drawing cards and getting mana in red with a solemn or something maybe there's gonna be something with this guy i can feel it okay okay this is the this is the guy that we are right on yeah in our our top five of what we want in 2022 all the neon stuff and crazy art printings and shit hell yeah hidden suko devouring chaos no longer heartless no he he eats chaos as if it's breakfast that's that's fine i'd eat chaos too but it tastes like mint i don't like mint i don't really like mint either but if left with no alternative i'd eat it you know that mint is a leaf right you'd eat that you can't even smell lettuce without gagging i know it's weird (laughs) i never said i was consistent oh iceberg lettuce so a nice crisp this. Freshly washed you're, iceberg lettuce. You're making me want to throw up. Let me know in the comments. Iceberg lettuce could be the best lettuce, and it's the plainest. Sometimes you can't improve on perfection. That's that is like, iceberg lettuce. That's like saying this log of shit is more crunchy than this other log of shit. Therefore, it is the best log of shit. You're you're comparing shit to shit here, man. <laughs> Nobody wants to take a bite of that sandwich. Hey, I am consistent. I'll compare shit to shit every time. I'm not going to compare shit to oranges. I guess that's fair. Okay. Well. It's, it's sound, sound logic. Yes. Right? We're, we're, we're thinking our way through. Hidetsugu, mint, shit, devourer. Yes. Okay. Four, 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 four. Ogre demon. Black, sack of creature, scry two. Ooh, pretty, sure. Pretty good. We like doing that. Red, two. Exile the top card of your library. Red, two, tap, I yeah. should say. The tap is very important. Yes, yes. Exile the top card of your library. You may play that card... This turn, when you exile a non-land this way, Hidetsugu deals damage equal to that card's mana value to any target. It's pretty good. Draco dot deck? Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. It's fine. It's kind of like Yuriko, but in, yes. in Rakdos instead of in Demir. I... It's not the same deck. They play differently, but they have the same kind of principle where you want to load the deck up with high cost stuff and then use it to to roast people. Yes. I imagine you use like big black like in Garrett's Wake. Like OG Rakdos when he costs like a hundred just to burn oh, somebody Oh yeah. Out. Draco, Rakdos, in Garrick's Wake. That one where like you set everybody's life total to the lowest life total. Yeah. Costs like 10 mana. Yep. 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 And yep. this yep. one, this one deals damage and gives you access to red. 
So if you have like a damage doubler and a 10 drop that you put there with a scroll rack, it's like everybody takes 20. Yeah. It's pretty good. Or somebody takes 20. It's not everybody, but. Ooh, yeah. It's it's pretty good. It's it's a neat card and I'm looking forward to seeing everybody some takes, printing. Everybody takes 20 if you use like, uh, what's the one that somebody takes damage? Everybody takes damage at the end of turn? Uh, there's a curse or there's a demon or something, right? Is two people have to like each take damage? I don't remember how that works. It doesn't. But all of those will go on the deck. Yeah, all of those will be there. There's a fairly sick. There's a fairly simplistic build path to this thing. I mean, you could do it for value too. Where it's like I'm gonna do this and exile my card, draw a spell, three that thing to kill it, cast the spell, yeah. draw some cards. You know what? This this hidden Sugo kind of feels like Karavek the Merciless, where you want to cast big things to deal damage to all opponents. Do you, do you remember that from yeah. Time Spiral? Yeah. Those yeah. Guys, these they go in each other's decks, or maybe this is a new version of that deck with a more modern design because guess what? He does another thing. Yeah. He, he scries when you sacrifice shit. Yeah. Which is something that, like, I mean, is good. Yeah. And the See only, Viscerous here. And you can get the yellow neon version if you have a WPN premium store near you, which you probably don't, but if you do... And $1,000. Yeah, you can don't, get a, Don't forget that. Get a yellow one. Are they costing money? I, I, I think the yellow one is the most rare, right? They're the one. That's the one that they're just sending to stores. Oh, maybe it's the... I don't know which color yeah. is the rarest, but I, one is the rarest, and it's, like, impossible to get. We'll see. I won't get any of them because I don't care, but... I do kind of want one though. It's neon. I call it. We'll talk about that after the show. We got we're burning time. We got to keep going here. Okay, we're burning daylight. Hinata, Hinata, Dawn Crowned. This was the Jeskai one that I was talking about. Yes. Four four Kieran Spirit. Lots of four fours. Lots yeah. of four somethings. Trample flying for white, red, blue one. Okay, four four for four flying trample. It's like a limited superstar already. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if we were LCO. <laughs> yes. But we're not. Spells you cast cost one less to cast for each target. Fuck. Dude. Okay. There's more. Spells your opponents cast cost one more for each target. So is this like replicate tribal? Is this that... That mechanic where it says you can do whatever. Strive tribal? Strive works, yeah. What because is you this? pick additional targets and then pay an extra cost. Multi kick tribal, where Comet Storm, every time you go to pick another target, you need to multi kick it again. Now, because you're picking extra targets and then you pay cost after number of targets are declared, and then you apply cost adders and then cost reducers, your multi kick extra one. Just is irrelevant. Like you just pick any number of oh, targets and they all take extra. Or they all take X. Oh, this card makes Comet Storm better. I like it. This card makes Distorting Wake an invasion sorcery. Blue, 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 X. Return X permanence to their owner's hands. Just return all your shit. <laughs> oh, what a beating. <laughs> and he goes right alongside with other blue, white staple, favorite of everybody's, Grand Arbiter Augustine the Fourth. Right. Makes all your opponents cost extra. You just yeah. play all the stack shit and then just slow the game right down and then just bounce all their stuff or just Comet Storm them to death. Wow. This guy fucks. <laughs> <laughs> this guy fucks. I'm not going to build him. I'm not going to build him either, but y- you can imagine people are going to. Yeah, there will be some Jeskai decks that get are them, by this get guy. Them, get them foil distortion strikes because it's an invasion foil for one. Yeah. It's probably already expensive. But now it's going to spike because everybody's talking about that card. It's a gooder. All right. That's a good-ass card right All there. Right. All right. Okay. Ish, Ishin? 
Two Heavens as One. What a weird name. That's a that's a weird one. This is like a 3-4 human samurai for black, white, red. Mardu. Yeah, look at that. If a creature attacking causes it a triggered ability of a permanent, you control the trigger. It triggers that ability an additional time. Now, do you remember the, three months ago? Yeah, yeah, When they released this exact same card? But in Gruul. But in Gruul, yeah. It, it goes back to like... The Grease Fang in Orzov is is like a redesign of a Boros yeah. space. This is Mardu being Gruul now. Yeah. I feel like this is where you put all the knights. Remember when they did Knight Tribal back in uh, Eldraine? Yep. And they had all those like knights that when they attack, they do a thing. This is a new commander for that deck. Hey, that's pretty good. Right? Like it's it's interesting. It's neat. They're taking a established thing moving it into some different colors to see what it does yeah that's cool and you know what lots of those knights are humans mm -hmm. so you can you can unify your deck a little bit with like humans get this or human this human that right yeah and samurais are from like kamigawa samurais are white and red so this guy captures kind of everything he's a catch-all he's a he's a a, like a toilet yep yep jingataxis progress Tyrant. Uh, now this is this is a Praetor from Phyrexia, so we're going to see a bonus for us and the opposite effect for our opponents. That's how they all work. Every one of them, right? Yep, yep, yep. 5-5 five, five Phyrexian Praetor for blue, blue 5. Oh. Here we go. Whenever you cast an artifact, instant, or sorcery spell, copy that spell. You may choose new targets. This ability only works once per turn. Per turn! Well, I mean, that's Good. That's fine. Because if it if it didn't say that, this would be a really good card. Not that it's not a really good card. Yeah. But. Whenever an opponent casts an artifact, instant, or sorcery spell, counter that spell. <laughs> this ability only triggers once each turn. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so this copies an an artifact. You could get two copies of the same artifact. You get two soul rings, or two mana crypts, or two mana vaults. Well, or... How do you how do you combo with two of the same artifact? Ooh, that's got to be a thing. Just value it real good. Value it real good. Dude, you can make lots of mana with this card, hey? Oh, yeah. I'm excited for this card because I do have a creator tribal sub-theme in my Atraxa deck. what about High Tide? Yeah. Fucking High Tide make you tons of mana. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. This guy does what Bruvac does when you cast a Traumatize. You just Traumatize you, Traumatize you again. Actually, that doesn't do it because they still have a quarter of their library left. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, this goes in my mill deck, but I don't think it does. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think he's cool. I don't think he's as good as OG Jingataxis, and I don't think he has the same kind of game-warping oomph power as... What you mean is you don't uh, think it's as powerful. Yeah, as powerful, I should say, yes. And I don't think he has the same, like, mind-exploding possibilities that the second uh, green guy did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is a worthy inclusion into the Creator family. For, and, into the Phyrexian tribal deck. And the... The, we're going to talk about the alternate arts on the next show, but the alt art of this Jinka Taxes is spectacular. Oh, yeah? Yeah, super oh, nice. good. So okay. I'm, I'm into that a lot. This guy needs to see a chiropractor. Man, yeah, I was thinking, like, the way that Jinka Taxes works in real life, like, he's the person I'd be the least afraid of. It's like, what's he going to do, gangle me? Yeah, he's got a worse spine than you. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, <laughs> good card. Very good card. Powerful card. Much like every other Praetor, every other instance that one would encounter a card called Jingataxis, you don't want to see this. I think it's going to create some feel-bads. Yeah. It's going to be like the the old um, decree of 
silence and solemnity combo where you just can't put depletion counters on your counter everything card. Yeah. And this is going to be like counter everything dot deck. Yeah. And I, and I, I, I don't want it to be that. I don't want that to happen. I want it to be like an artifacty deck or a theme deck like yours. Right. Et cetera. But we know that it's going to devolve into that. And yeah. as a community, I hope that that is to a minimum as much as it can be. Like the the value shrine get graveyard getter backer yeah is as small as it could be, though it will be representative of some portion of the field. Yes, yeah. you will see some nasty Jinka taxes decks as you should because he's he's a nasty some bitch. Yeah, very much so. He's a dick. I think I say that about Jinka taxes every time we see him. Yes. Okay. Kodama of the West Tree. The final Kodama. Do we have, we've got all five of them, right? And a center tree. Yeah, north, south, east, west, center. Yep. Yeah, that's a big altar. That's a big altar that somebody is going to get me to do one day. <laughs> I'm not sure. It might be Kodamas and forests. I'm not sure, but it, it's going to be gnarly when it happens. Cool. Okay, three, three for three. I think this is the smallest one. Yeah, and the cheapest to play too. Three, three for three. Reach. Modified creatures you control have Trampski. Neat. So you put a bunch of plus ones on stuff, they all get trampled. Right. Because counters make for modify. Mo- correct. Modify. Whenever a modified creature you control deals combat damage to a player, search your library for a basic land card put onto the battlefield tapped. So we give our big guys trample. They trample over because they have trample because they're modified. We get land. Yeah. It does all the green things. Yep. I think that this just goes into the 99 of like... Big creature deck, Hydra deck, Stompy deck, counter deck in Selesnia. I'm going to put it in my Tana the Butt Sewer deck. Yep. Just because it helps me keep the land going in case Tana dies. Because Tana's always equipped with something. You've right? got lots of equipment in that deck. So in decks like and, that, I think it's going to be great. And she has trample natively. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily need the, the equipment, but the extra land is really going to be nice. Yes. And I like this card and I will be playing it in decks. And I'm I'm happy that this one was printed. This is cool. And it's got a neat picture on it too. It's got little flowers and like a little oh, tree yeah. guy the, walking the, around. All the all the Kodama spirit trees are just so gnarly. Yeah, hey? they're so uh, gnarly. Because uh, they're trees. Yeah. Ah, see, I, I missed the crab cake. You got the gnarly tree. Got it. God, good, good old gnarly trees up here in CCO Nation. <laughs> I, I, d- is there a Kodama deck? Like, is there, no. a, is there a deck? No. There's not a mono green Kodama deck, but you just alternate. You just shuffle your five Kodamas. Oh, it's this one today. No. Is that a thing? No, because the first three are tragically, horrifically bad. Oh. And then one of them is like one of the most powerful commanders you'll ever see. And then the other one is this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Like, the deck would be very inconsistent. I'm going to shuffle my five Kodamas, but it's only Kodama of the of the East Tree, like the powerful one. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. guess it's East again. Uh-oh. Oh, next game. Oh, look at I got East again, guys. <laughs> what a coincidence, eh? <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. Kotori Pilot Prodigy. Another not Boros Equipment Commander. Though, vehicle commander. Yes, vehicle commander. Though we have seen a lot of blue inclusive vehicles in the main set. Yes. And this is one of the the precon commanders, like the front page guys, right? Yeah. The lead singers, as they've been colloquially called. Yes. Okay. 2-4. Moonfolk pilot for blue, white, one. We're seeing moonfolk? Yep. That was their tribe in blue in the... Uh... Bloonfolk. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Not balloon folk. <laughs> that sounds like an unset. Vehicles you control have crew two. Neat. 
Cool. So Katori can crew all of them. Yes. Because she got two power. Pretty cool. Because she's a prodigy of piloting. She can drive anything. Mm. Yep. Mm, flavorful. At the beginning of combat on your turn, target artifact creature you control gains lifelink and vig until end of turn. So you crew a vehicle, give it lifelink and vigilance, smack somebody with it, then it's back. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's a, a serviceable thing. I think if you want to be able to include as many of the, as many vehicles as you can and get the most out of attacking with them, I think that this actually goes in the 99 yep. of the vehicle deck. And the vehicle deck is maybe like Brea colors, not green. Yeah. 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 That's kind of where we're at at this point. Once they start doing some green vehicle stuff and you know they will, they'll just do another generic fan service commander of five color vehicles. Yes. And it'll be in, oh, it'll be a universes beyond with cars. It'll be lightning McQueen. Modify <laughs> or mater, I guess. Mater, 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 fine. Oh man! Oh, look at this stupid next one. Oh man, that's Fucking a novel. We're getting long in the tooth, and we got to read this Co- bullshit. Kotus the Silent Spider. Kotus, Kotase, Kotase. Sure, sure. The Silent Spider, black, blue, three, four, four, human ninja. When Kotase, the Silent Spider, enters the battlefield, exile. Target card other than a basic land card from an opponent's graveyard. Search that player's hand, graveyard, library, all their shit for any number of cards with the same name. Is that card? Do I, you don't play it in Commander. Go, okay. Keep going. Moving on. Coyote? Coyote? Kyodai. <laughs> Coyote. Yes. Coyote, Soul of Kamigawa. 3-3, three, three, Dragon Spirit, White 3. Flash, Flying, when Coyote... Enters the battlefield. Another target permanent gains indestructible for as long as you control Coyote. Cool. Okay. Oh, here it comes. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Wooberg. Uh-oh. Coyote gets plus five, plus five until end of turn. There we go. I knew there was going to be a generic good stuff white Wooberg commander in here somewhere. I knew oh. if we kept reading, we'd find one. I knew we would. And there it is. They didn't let me down. Didn't let me down. That's, that is what it is. Keep going. Uh, that's a powerful card. It's fine. Pay four to give something indestructible. Yeah. Which is the the card indestructibility. Yeah. It's a four drop enchant creature or enchant permanent that gives target permanent indestructible. Mm-hmm. But this also is a three, three. That dies to bolt. It's an enchantment that dies to bolt. Just playing indestructibility. That yeah, gives you access to all five colors and a pump win con type yeah. thing. Yeah. Ah. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people are going to build the five-color Kamigawa spirit thing out of it, which I think is cool. I think that people who want that now have that. That's important. That's great. But I think that's pretty much it. It's not not an interesting commander. Or I don't even think it's that interesting of a card. It's cool, but, I mean, you're reading the card, explains the card. We read the card. Let's talk about Light Paws. Light Paws. Fox, mother-ass advisor. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Has nothing to do with mill or advising, but... Also isn't blue, so you can't, you is, can't use it anymore. They let you down, Ryan. Hey, if I put Pramacon advisors back together, <laughs> if I'm getting the boys back together. <laughs> <laughs> two, two for two. Fox advisor, so we're already winning. Whenever an aura enters a battlefield under your control, if we cast it, you may search your library for an aura card with mana value less than or equal to the aura that just came in. And that has a different name. 
and you put it onto the battlefield attached to light paws. Ooh, it's neat. It's neat because it, it tutors for other enchantments. Yeah. That cost less, sure, but if you got something like shackles, let's say. Shackles, you can pay a white and bounce it to your owner's hand. Mm-hmm. You can cast it again for three. You can get a, a three or a two or a one drop and yeah. get another one, get another one, get another one. You get totem armors and get all kinds of all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure that there's combos, but a surface level quick look without doing any research on like the common from Scourge or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that thing from Mercadian Masks that does... It's the only instance of that effect that now the foils are $45. Yeah. Without doing that research, I'm not sure what the combos are, but I know that cards like Shackles exist. There's potential in Light Paws to do crazy stuff on her own. Meh. It goes in Enchantress builds because it tutors for enchantments that then hit the battlefield. Let you draw more cards. Draw more cards. And if you just always tutor for like, like cast a one drop and get another enchantment, cast a one drop, get an enchantment. It's like your Sarah Sanctum just like, it's just auto pays for itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So cool card. It's neat. Cool card and gives white the tutoring and the card advantage that it so desperately needs. Yes. I feel like this is the kind of card that's like, it's on the list of white cards that are going to make white better. Like when we did our 2021 ra- recap. Yeah. And all those white cards that made white better. Yeah. This is one of them. We got a cycle of five Myogen. Why didn't we do these ones at the start? I don't know. Forgot. These are the commander product ones. Yeah, I think so. They're all eight mana. They're all... Color, color, color five. Color, color, color five. They're all different sizes. They're all spirits. They all enter the battlefield with an indestructible counter on them. If you play them from your hand. Yes. From your hand. The command zone is not your hand. Mm, good point. Yes. So... Mm. So you have to play them out of the zone for eight, then find a way to put them back into your hand and play them again for eight, then you can do the thing. I'm just going to omniscience them off of my shrine commander. Yes. To get my myogen. <laughs> there you go. What's interesting is these come in with indestructible counters, whereas the first myogens come into play with divinity counters. Which gave them indestructible. I understand why they did it. This is less words and yes. it's simpler, but Absolutely. they have different kinds of counters. Yes. So if you're ever moving counters and proliferating, you have to proliferate those two things differently. Yes. <laughs> Which adds... Complexity. Yeah, to I, say the least. Yes. Okay, let's look at them. White one. Remove an indestructible counter. Create a 1-1 one, one colorless spirit creature token for each permanent you control. Cool. That's going to be lots. That's lots. That's cool. I like that one. That's pretty cool. And if you can find a way to loop it, you're you're laughing. Yeah, proliferate, then remove one. That's pretty dang. Is there any sacrifice a guy proliferate? Sacrifice an artifact proliferate is um, Throne of Geth. No, not Throne of Geth. Throne of Geth? I think maybe. I don't know. It exists. The point is, if you can proliferate this thing and just remove a thing, you're going to exponentially get more spirits. Dude, can you imagine this with Cathar's Crusade? No. I'm pretty good. <laughs> I just I just did and my brain hurts. You're going to make like, you're going to have eight lands. Yeah. So you're going to make, and this guy, so you're going to make nine dudes. They're all going to be 10 tens. You're going to have 10 10 tens once you remove this guy's counter. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then once you remove the counter again, you're going to have like 30 or 40. A million 40, millions. 50 50s. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> blue one. Doubling season who? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Blue one. Remove the counter. Copy target permanent permanent spell you control 
three times. So you need to be casting a permanent. It needs to be on the stack. You copy that thing, and it's going to enter the battlefield four times because you get the one, and then you get three more. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Don't do that with a legendary guy. Correct. They'll all die. Yes. In, unless it's the the black dragon that drains everybody for five. Kakusho, yeah. Kakusho, yeah. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good one. Black one. Black one. Remove a counter. Put all, put onto the battlefield under your control, all creature in all graveyards that were put there from anywhere this turn. Anywhere this turn. So that's like Thrilling Encore from Battle Bond. But for everybody's guys, I guess Thrilling Encore is that. This is Thrilling yeah. Encore. Yeah. <laughs> Got there. Thrilling Encore for eight. But it's on a 5-2 body too. I that's know. indestructible. Yeah. Yeah. And it's put there from anywhere. It's not died this turn. It's like, yeah. I'll mill you and then th- Thrilling Encore. Yeah. So and it, I get them all. So we're saying these are all 99 cards. You shouldn't probably run these as commanders. Yeah. This is blue-black mill. Like, I'm going to... I'm going to traumatize you, and then I'm going to get Steal all your shit. Dudes. Yeah. That's the blue-black win con in mill, right? Yeah. Just get your shit. Or or the, the consuming aberrations and stuff, right? Red one. Red one. Remove the counter. Deal seven damage to each of up to three targets. <sighs> that's I, not that much, but you're going to play it in the deck that's looking to do lots of damage. Seven barely counts in... You know how I can do seven damage to each of up to three targets? I can Earthquake for seven for the same amount of mana and just hit everything. Mm, yeah. Like, this this, it, this it one is, sucks. It is the same amount of mana because Earthquake for seven would cost eight. Exactly. And you're clearing the board also. Yeah. I was thinking like with a damage tripler, but it's still better to go like Earthquake. Fiery Emancipation next turn, Earthquake. Yeah. That's still better. Yeah. And you got to cast it from your hand to even get that counter on it, right? Yeah. It's, I don't, I think that that one sucks. You think that's the worst one? I think by a lot. Seven, yeah. What if it said 10? It doesn't say 10. Fuck it. Yeah, Green it doesn't one. say 10. Green one. Eight, eight. This is the biggest guy. It's the biggest bro. Move his counter. Distribute eight plus one plus one counters among any number of target creatures you control and they gain Trampski. Modify your whole team. Yes. So all those things that count for modified stuff, just modify your whole team real quick. Uh, I think that that's pretty good. That's a good one. Modify everything. They all gain trample with Kodama. Uh, That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Naomi, Pillar of Order. Naomi. Yeah, that's right. 4-4, Human Advisor. Uh Oh. Oh. Black, white, three. Can't play this one in Primacon. Damn it. Five-color advisor. I need a a (laughs) freaking five-color commander again. Okay. (laughs) Enters the battlefield or attacks if you control an artifact and an enchantment. Create a 2-2 white samurai creature token with vigilance. Sure. Oh, this is an uncommon one. I was going to say, this seems vastly and grossly underpowered for something that, like, we just read 5 Myogen. Yeah, and that's, keep going. Okay. Let's, Let's hit another uncommon here just to see if it follows suit. This is Norika? Yamazaki the poet. Remember the general? Yes. Here's uh This is the poet. Here's, here's the sister. Oh. Uh 3-2 human samurai for white 2. Okay. Whenever a samurai or warrior you control attacks alone, you may cast target enchantment card from your graveyard this turn. Oh, it's like yeah, it's the, the exact same, same thing. It's the exact same card but for artifacts. Enchantments. Enchantments, sorry. This one's good. 
It's good. I mean, the artifact one's good too. Yeah, I like the, I like both of them. Yeah, everything that we said about that one earlier, we can say about this one. And then when we move on to the next card. This, the, this is like Eternal Witness and so is the other one. But you have to attack. So you like, you cast it and then you attack with it and then you get the thing back. Mm-hmm. Whereas Eternal Witness, you get it into your hand for whenever you want it, right? Right. If you get one use out of this, it's kind of like slower Eternal Witness. Is that a sound evaluation? I guess so. I suppose. Okay. Nashi Moon Sages Scion. This is a rat ninja. Got ninjutsu, so you can ninja it in. When it deals combat damage to a player, exile the top card of each player's library until end of turn you may play those cards or some shit, right? It's shitty Atali is what this is. Or, or it's kind of like um, Gaunty but for everybody. Because yeah. you're going you're gonna to ninja it in and w- like when you can hit somebody. So really it's kind of like an ETB ability yeah. like Gaunty. But instead of getting four from one, you're getting one from three. Yes. So it's like, I don't know. It's a ninja it doesn't have blue in it, so it's not going to be a commander. It's going to go in Gaunti decks. It's going to be... It's going to go in Ninja decks. It's yeah. going to go in Rat decks. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. I feel like we've I, I feel like we had three or four here that are just like, eh. Yeah, we got to hit this this next one, though, and then we can hit some more, eh. This guy? Yep. Important. Read him. Rayu Storm's Edge. Mm-hmm. Three, three human samurai. Lots of human samurais. Yeah. For white, red, two. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I think I know where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. First strike. Yeah. Whenever a samurai or a warrior you control attacks alone, there's the theme. Untap it. If it's the first combat phase this turn, there's an additional combat phase after this one. So you attack with the artifact guy, get your artifact back. Untap him, put him back in. Attack with the enchantment lady, get your enchantment back. Boom. Oh, see, so he's the guy that runs the deck. And then those other two are the partner commanders in air quotes that would go in the pre-con that they came in. But since they decided to go with black, white vehicles instead, we end up with them in the set. Oh, yeah. Taking up space in my old dang old set. Yep. Is this just Afro Samurai? I feel like that's going to be an altar I'm going to have to do. Yeah, we're Samurai Jack. Oh, yeah. Yep. Next card. Next card. Let's do another meh. Boros Attacky Attacky, I guess, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Human Samurai, this is Risona Asari Commander. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got a general and we have a commander. That's like we're coming full circle. 3-3 three, three for Boros and 1. Okay, haste. Mm-hmm. When Ryo Commander <laughs> deals combat damage to a player, if it doesn't have an indestructible counter on it, put an indestructible counter on it. Neat. Okay. What, what, else, does it, what else does it do? When combat damage is dealt to you, remove an indestructible counter from Rysona. Fuck this card. This card is stupid. That card is stupid. That card sucks. Like that, I I don't even know why that card exists. We don't usually say that a card is just overwhelmingly terrible. And I'm sure people listening are going to now go out and try and build this deck and convince us that it's good. But it's not. There's you're going to be, no, you can hit with it and then earthquake and it'll live. And I don't care. Is there some reason or is there some way that we can fully and wholly capitalize on it having a indestructible counter on it? No, because it's tapped. Who cares if it's indestructible? Who cares? I'm thinking of like... It's a 3-3. Three, three. Who cares? I'm thinking of like Baron Glory. When it's the only thing that you control, you win the game or she's something? She's not Baron Glory. It's going to be harder to get rid of her if you're trying to Baron Glory because <laughs> she's indestructible. It makes Baron Glory worse. Like, <laughs> Welcome to CZO Nation where we make Baron Glory worse. Yeah, so balls this one. 
Uh, Umezawa is the next one. We did a whole deck tech on him. Yep. Check so, check back. Uh, like two weeks ago. I'll, f- I'll find the, the link to the episode and I'll put it up in the top corner if you're watching on YouTube. Which it should be. Check that out. This is a cool card. I think you also get one of these when you buy things. Where yeah. you're saying this or you, they're giving some of them away when you buy things. So everybody's going to have an opportunity to work with this guy. He's going to be a cool foil. He's a neat deck. But we've talked about him at length already. So let's do the next one, which I think is a... It's a good card. Yeah. It's a gooder. Okay, yeah. this is Satsuki. Satsuki? The Living Lore. A 1-3 human druid for white-green. Tap. Put a lore counter on each saga. Saga? Saga? Saga. Saga you control. Activate only as a sorcery. Okay. When Satsuki, the Living Lore, dies, choose one. Return target saga or enchantment creature you control to its owner's hand or... Return target saga you control from your graveyard to your hand. She's a saga commander. That's the sogmander. 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 Too bad it's only two colors. Yeah, this is one that should have been three, I think. I don't know what the third color should have been, but... There's sagas. There's probably an equal distribution of sagas across all five colors, right? I'm just not sure which one I want. Mm. You know, because I always always gauge these on what I want to do and not what I think would be best for the format or for other people. But I don't know what other color I want this to be, but I know it wants to be in maybe red. Not because I like red, but because then there'd be a Naya deck that isn't just big fat fatties. And mm. that'd be neat. That's good. That's a good one. Right? But this is cool. Reading the card explains the card. It's going to be cool with some of the new saga creatures that came out in this set. We're going to talk about those next week. There's lots to this oh, set. Oh, yeah. Know how. I, I kept thinking, I think that I would want to take lore counters off of sagas I control, but because... When the saga expires in this set, they transform into Creech on the other side. And virtually every saga would be way better if all three chapters happened at the same time. Can uh, you think of any mm, mm. of any of any saga mm. that wouldn't be way better if just the whole card happened right away? Mm. Oh, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a gooder. And it does keep on the theme of when it dies, choose one, which yeah. is a thing that we've seen six times now. Okay. Another novel. Man, we're finishing out the cast with novels. Sorry, Joe. Shigeki? Oh, man. Don't Google that. This sounds like dirty. (laughs) Shitgaki. Shit. Yeah. Shigaki. The Jukai. Really? Visionary. It's a (laughs) 1-3 legendary enchantment creature snake Druid. Shit-gack juke visionary. Oh, my God. Shit-gack juke visionary <laughs> with, go- with size 4 font yes. on, the, on the type line. 1-3, snake druid. Green, 1, tap. Return shit-gacky to its owner's hand. Reveal the top four cards of your library. You can put a land card from among them onto the battlefield tapped. Sure. Sure. Play secure tri-builder. Bin the rest. Channel is is like the ability word. You discard it from your hand. And pay a cost. And pay a cost. That's what channel is. It's a it's an ability from original Kamigawa, right? Yes. They brought it back here. Okay. Discard it from your hand and pay green, green, X, X. Return X, target non-legendary cards from your graveyard to your hand. Remember at the beginning of the show, mm. we talked about this is in your command zone, make infinite mana, win the game. Mm. This is another one of those. Because it puts your whole library into your graveyard and you get all the land out of it. And then you use your infinite mana to put all of your permanents from your graveyard into play and immediately win the game. Cool. You put, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, cause you just tap it and tap it and tap it and tap it and mill your whole deck in green. 
Yep. And then you, well, you have to discard it, so you got to get it into your hand. Well, you just channel at the end. How do you get it into your hand if it's in your command zone? It does. That's what its ability does. Channel? No, you you pay green one. Oh, you return it. Oh, yeah. Put the, it in your hand. Play it again. The, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. And at the end, when it's in your hand, you channel it. And oh yeah, you need a haste enabler because it's got yes. a tap ability. Yes, you need a concordant crossroads or a lightning greaves. Not that anybody plays lightning greaves, but you know it's a fairly medium card. Oh yeah, that's a good one. All right. Also, it's a snake with four arms, which I'm very excited about. Don't let me sound like I'm not excited about more snakes. And an enchantment. Okay. Legendary creature, Moonfolk Wizard. This is Tameshi Tame Shy. <laughs> Tameshi? Ah. Whatever. Reality Architect. 2-3 three for 3. Whenever one or more non-creature permanents are returned to hand, draw a card. This ability only triggers once. So if something gets bounced, draw a card. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. White... X. Ooh. Ooh. White. Mm. White X. Return a land you control to its owner's hand. Return target artifact or enchantment card with mana value X or less from your graveyard to your battlefield. Activate as a sorcery. So you pay X, bounce a land, return something of X from your graveyard to your hand. Yes. Graveyard getter backer, bouncer, card drawer. And draw a card, yeah. Holy so shit. It does all the things. It's a moon folk that uh, that made their bread and butter bouncing your land back to your hand. So it's on theme. It adds white to the moon folk pie for whatever reason. And it's probably because they wanted to give it graveyard recursion and you can't just do, give that to blue. So they made it white. Yes. It's a uh, return target artifact or enchantment. That is what white gets back. Yes. Blue gets back instant or sorcery. Yes. There you go. So, okay. But it's... And Fine. enchantments are a sub-theme of the set, so of course it's going to be... That's what it is. Yes. Okay, here's here's the Toad Mander. This is Tatsunari? Tatsunari Toad Rider. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 3-3 three, three, Human Ninja for Black 2. Whenever you cast an enchantment spell, if you don't control a creature named Kimi, sure, create Kimi. A legendary 3-3 black and green frog creature token with whenever you cast an enchantment spell, each opponent loses a life and we gain a life. That's enchantment cats. Aristo... Enchantamaths. Enchantocrats. Enchantocrats. There it is. Enchantocrats. Okay, so enchantocrats, but it also has Simic Hybrid and one. Ooh. Ooh, So this is a full-on Saltai commander. Let's add more colors. Yeah. And tap... Tatsunari, Toad Rider, and Target Frog you control can't be blocked this turn except by creatures with flying or reach. So this is the Toad Mander. They're trying again to make a Frog Mander where you can put all the frogs in. This and one they you, added an enchantment sub-theme. And you get black with this one. Yeah. So we got Grolnok last week. Mm-hmm. This week we get the the deck Grolnok goes into and we get black. Yeah. And super flavorful because they can't be blocked by except by things with flying and reach. Because they hop. It's like they're jumping. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm going to give it a fail. No arm hanging out of his mouth. Well, there's something hanging out of his it's mouth. Not a fucking arm. Maybe it's a snake arm. Snake arms look like regular people arms, Ryan. That, math checks out. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. We, we, I don't know what it is. Joe's going to serial murder us. We got two more cards left to do. Okay, here we go. Look, uh, this is the reality chip. This card's good. It is. This is legendary artifact creature equipment 
Jellyfish. Wow. Why not? Blue, one. You may look at the top card of your library at any time. Best card on the set already. We know that that's powerful. It's my okay. favorite ability. As long as the reality chip is attached to a creature, you may play land cards and cast spells from the top of your library. Cool. It's an equipment, remember. It's a legendary creature equipment. This is the first time we've seen this. And it's mm-hmm. got an ability called reconfigure. Reconfigure is uh, equip, mm-hmm. but it's what they gave equipments that are also creatures. Think Megatron from Transformers. Okay. Where he's a dude and he walks around and he can do all sorts of Megatron shit by himself, but mm-hmm. then he reconfigures himself into a gun and then somebody takes the gun and does Megatron shit. Oh, okay. Right? Just like with these so, two. So reconfigure blue two means blue two attached to target creature you control or unattached from a creature. So you can equip it or unequip it. Ooh. That's how it's different. When it's equipped, it's not a creature. When it's unequipped, it is a creature. Neat. So these are like little muses, little pets, little guys that you carry around. All right. Like Megatron. Yeah. Except this is Mega Jellyfish. Yeah. And it's it's obvious how that works, just by the by. Like it's, why it's, that card is really good. Because you get to play the top card of your library. You can look at it. It's real good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And let's let's end on a high note. Let's end on the high note. This is... Yoshimaru, ever faithful. Of course they had to write faithful. Yoshimaru, man's best friend. Doggy, dog, doggo, dog, 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 best boy, tribal. Yoshimaru, hound of Kondo. <laughs> Yoshimaru, ever faithful. One, one for one. Hey. Not even a two, two for one? No, but Strict down there's here. more. Legendary creature dog. Whenever another legendary permanent enters the battlefield under your control... Put a plus one, plus one counter on Yoshimaru Ever Faithful. Modify. <laughs> also, partner. What the fuck? I yeah. get it. Partner, dog, best friend. Partner it with your favorite commander. Partner, partner, dog, best boy, tribal, doggo. Man, I hate how the last commander is always the shits, hey? <laughs> Every time we do one of these, we should start saving a good one for the end. We should have saved frog guy till the end. You know what? This one's got This one's got partner. So it does open up your favorite guy to also include white if your favorite guy has partner. Yeah. I, I do like how they in like included a random partner, even if it's not very powerful, even if it's a mythic, <laughs> even if it costs one mana, even if it's one color. I, I do like it. I do like partner. And I'm just I'm just riffing and making fun of all the people that are like best boy tribal doggo doggo doggo. I'm just riffing on everybody who likes that because I know everybody likes it. I know that you like it because you're a dog guy. I love my dog. I love I love dogs too. I'm not saying that I don't. But uh, I, I like how they're introducing partner. Final thought of the day. Because we're Joe is going to come to our house and hit us with a brick. Yes. Of concrete. Like a cinder block. Yes. So here's the final thought of the day. Okay. Are you going to build any of these commanders? Uh, no. I'm not, <laughs> not going to build any of these commanders either. People listening to the show, I'll bet you they will. Yes. And that's really cool. There's lots of neat stuff here. Maybe not necessarily for us, but for the people out there, which is important. Very much so. If you want to submit a list with some of the new commanders, because we always cover a couple of them, give us your most interesting list, not just Shrine Tribal. Give us the most interesting, weirdest CCO shit that just riffs off of how good or bad something is. You send it commandercooker at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Get it to us in the preferred deck list channel on Discord if you're there. Give us uh, 
the the casual deck list thread. That's where I check also. Mm-hmm. If you're in the Discord, all great places to send lists in. That being said, thanks for being here. Thanks for staying to the end. And we're going to be back next week to talk about the rest of the set on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! <laughs>